What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonners. This is episode 69 and uh, the, the kind of clever working title of this episode is just episode 69, dude. Uh, yes, obviously a little bit of a take on the famous Bill and Ted uh, line there, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Um, yeah, why not? So uh, welcome to another episode. Um, this week was going to be I was going to be joined by uh, a special guest, uh, Kieran Reed, uh, but he's got uh, personal matters to deal with, so uh, we'll have to join Kieran Reed another week. We were going to be talking a little bit of um, progress wrestling. I know that he went to the uh, Natural Progression series a couple of weekends ago and uh, chasing, still chasing um, the the big event from Progress Wrestling from two Sundays ago. Which uh, with the, the highlighted main event was Walter versus David Starr. And of course, David Starr won the uh, Super Strong Star 16 tournament back a couple of months ago. I think it was around about May when he won that to face the Progress World Champion. And uh, that uh, was advertised as the main event. But we were going to be talking all about it's still chasing with Kieran, but obviously, circumstances change slightly. Um, however, You've got me, a flying solo once again for the second week on the run. And uh, yeah, we've got lots to talk about. We're going to be catching up with NXT UK. And uh, a wonderful hour's worth of uh, NXT UK action there. Can't wait to get stuck into that. Plenty to talk about from that episode. Uh, and the, the second two-hour live NXT uh, from Full Sail, hour one, broadcast live on the USA Network as per last week. And hour two, uh, we had to flick the channel over to the WWE Network to catch hour two. Both hours, absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to get stuck into them. Uh, but of course, it's the final week where it will be split between hour one on USA, hour two on uh, WWE Network, up until next Wednesday, the 2nd of October, which is a date that will go down in infamy, I'm sure, amongst wrestling fans and uh, viewers and, and followers of professional wrestling, because the 2nd of October is going to be the date when AEW launched their new weekly TV show on TNT, their two-hour Dynamite show, um, and it will be going head-to-head -head with NXT, um, the, our favourite wrestling show from the from the uh, black and gold brand, of course, and uh, both hours from next Wednesday will be showing on the USA Network. And uh, it's only gone kind of hour one on USA uh, and hour two on the WWE Network for the last couple of weeks because the USA Network have had to fulfill their, uh, I think it was the final two episodes of Suits, uh, the, the season finale um, of Suits this week on the USA Network. Uh, but now that's over, there's a two hour gap time slot for NXT to run both hours uh, next week. So, um, if you all listen to this in North America, then uh, fantastic. You'll be able to catch it live on the USA Network. Uh, whereas as fans outside of North America or in the UK, we'll have to wait until the following day, Thursday, before we can catch it live on the WWE, or pre-recorded, but uh, 24 hours um, after it's aired on USA, but on the WWE Network. Unless, of course, you're able to find some uh, cheeky streaming site to watch your beloved NXT on either live or sooner than it airs on the WWE Network 24 hours later. But we are here, so we're going to be covering all of that very, very soon. But first, I want to throw out our plugs, as we do every single week. Uh, first of all, if you want to reach out to Wrestling With Jonas on Twitter, you can do. Uh, our Twitter handle is at withjonas underscore pod. That's at withjonas underscore pod. Go out and uh, search for us on Instagram instagram.com forward slash wrestling with Jonas and of course I urge you all to go out and search for our ever popular fun and interactive Facebook community page just go out and search wrestling with Jonas and that's Jonas spelled j-o-h-n-e-r-s and of course if you enjoy listening to this podcast please don't forget get to hit like uh subscribe to the podcast so that you know when a new episode drops uh on social media share and retweet so that you can tell your friends and family uh, all about wrestling with Jonas and how much you enjoy listening to the podcast so please shout about the wrestling with Jonas podcast this is your only podcast for your weekly nxt and nxt uk needs we do cover wwe we do cover and review all of the wwe pay-per-views and they'll be covering uh aw Dynamite going forward, uh, more about that later on in the show. 
and of course AEW uh, pay-per-views and the next one is in November of course so for all of your all-round wrestling needs uh, follow us on social media and listen to us on our podcast so uh, please spread the word tell your friends and tell your family and help to grow this podcast so that we can continue producing quality content for you lovely listeners each and every week did you hear? Did I tell you that Wrestling With Johnners has merchandise? So uh, please go to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Wrestling With Johnners. That's teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash Wrestling With Johnners to have a look at our full range of Wrestling With Johnners merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, phone covers, uh, whatever else we've got there. So uh, please go out and check that out. Um, and uh, please, um, there is a, a wrestling podcast awards happening in December and uh, voting uh, nominations are kind of open for uh, for votes for your favourite podcast. Um, if you go to our Twitter page at withjohnners underscore pod or uh, our Facebook community group uh, Wrestling With Johnners, it's pinned to the top of each of those pages. Uh, the, the information about the awards, the Wrestling Podcast Awards, the second annual Wrestling Podcast Awards, where you can click on the link, follow through uh, to the uh, Google Docs, where you can look at all the categories there and, uh, yeah, put down uh, Wrestling With Johnners for all of the categories you think that we are worthy of being nominated for. But uh, categories that I'm particularly interested in being nominated for for, the, for this podcast is Best Solo Podcast, although we do have uh, guest hosts most weeks. We are still a, a solo podcast. Um, best Newcomer as well, so put us down for that. Best Interview, um, I think we've done some good interviews this year, uh, but the one that I'm particularly proud of is the Jimmy Corderas interview. And uh, Best Branded, I do think uh, between our efforts on social media uh, with uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, just a way that we like to promote the brand, get the brand out there uh, with our merchandise as well. I do feel that we do uh, we do deserve a little bit of a nod in the best branded category there as well. So, like I said, we was going to talk to Kieran Reed about his uh, uh, experience with Progress Wrestling. I know that he's been uh, going to quite a few Progress shows recently, in particular... Uh, the shows um, from a couple of weeks ago, which culminated in Still Chasing. I think that was chapter 95, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with so many fantastic matches, which included Mustache Mountain versus Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, Mako Satomura uh, versus um, Jordan Grace, of course, for the Progress Women's Championship. And uh, the main event, uh, it was advertised as Walter versus David Starr, the winner of the Super Strong Style 16 tournament from May, uh, going up against Walter there for the uh, Unified Progress World Championship. But uh, uh, we'll probably have to leave that to another day. The next time we have Kieran on, we'll talk about progress. Um, but uh, it is available on demand. Just go to Progress's uh, website or to their app, sign up to um, uh, Progress on Demand. I know I do. It's uh, money well spent $7.99 per month and you've got uh, contributors some other wrestling promotions from all over the world including every single show that progress has ever done from its uh, from its uh, inception back in 2012 uh, so go out, let's go out and catch and watch Still Chasing uh, if you get the chance. But it's a shame that Kieran couldn't be with us today to cover that. But uh, yes, uh, let's have a look at NXT UK because uh, it, was, it was a really good show. And of course it was uh, from the tapings that took place in Cardiff at the Motor Point Arena uh, the day after NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, the, uh, the special super show. Um, which I went to, I was very lucky to be there and saw an amazing night of wrestling uh, culminating in that fantastic main event pitting Walter and Tyler Bate, of course, in that epic 42-minute match for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. Um, but this is all part of the tapings, and the first match to kick us off this week was a uh, uh, fairly newcomer to the NXT UK roster, Oliver Carter. Now, I know he's been on NXT UK once before. Um, I think it was in a bit of a losing effort to Joseph Connors, if I remember rightly. Here he goes up against Liguero. 
Now, uh, we kind of know what to expect every time we see Laguerre in a match on NXT UK. Uh, but here we saw uh, Oliver Carter demonstrate a fair amount of agility and high-fly moves of his own in the early stages of this match, uh, where usually Laguerre is the one in charge, especially when it comes to the uh, the high-flying. Uh, Laguerre gets uh, the upper hand in this match, executing an impressive arm drag from the top rope. Carter gets a two-count from a, a back-heel kick and another two-count from a lion salt. Laguerre eventually gets the pin for from his C4L springboard leaping DDT which is always impressive to see uh, this was a really fun way to open this week's NXT UK and a good win for Liguero getting a bit of a winning streak behind him there however I've got to say I was really really impressed with Oliver Carter um, this was the better of the two matches I've seen Oliver Carter wrestle in uh, since he debuted on NXT UK a few weeks ago against Joseph Connors and that was a, a losing effort as well I believe but here, um, I wouldn't have been too surprised or disappointed had Oliver Carter have won because I thought he was a fairly good match to Liguero and uh, a good opponent and uh, put up a, a really, really good uh, fight. But Liguero's experience and uh, offence definitely won the match here. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see a little bit more from Oliver Carter in the future. Definitely uh, uh, a bit of a bright future for him if he's handled well. Then we get a glimpse of Walter, the WWE UK champion, of course, paying a visit to the UK Performance Centre, showing some trainees a thing or two in the ring with Walter chopping the holy hell out of some of the trainee wrestlers. Uh, I think one of the individuals appearing to be none other than uh, the Do Not Resuscitate member Spike Trivet, um, or Trivet, however you want to pronounce it. But I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that took an almighty chop and a bit of a, um, a mauling from Walter in the corner there. Then we get an appearance from former WWE UK champion Tyler Bates in the ring in Cardiff as he comes out to address his match uh, or to talk about his match uh, with Walter at TakeOver Cardiff and his future within the NXT UK brand. Um, he got a very warm welcome from his fans inside the Motor Point Arena, as you would expect. Um, and as he told us, told the fans that TakeOver Cardiff proved to be one of the hardest, toughest nights of his career. He said that he felt that he had let his fans down. Um, and as far uh, from the NXT, as far as his future in NXT goes, he's far from finished, and there's a lot more fight left in the big strong boy. Uh, but before Tyler Bate could uh, pretty much finish what he had to say, we get the music and the introduction of Jordan Devlin, who says that the whole world was impressed with Tyler's performance at Takeover Cardiff, but Tyler didn't impress him. Jordan Devlin, Devlin told Bate that he's the only man on the roster to give what it takes to beat Walter. Um, he had a pretty epic match with Walter during WrestleMania weekends in New York, of course. Devlin explains that if he was to uh, be in the main event of, if he, if he was in the main event of TakeOver Cardiff, he would have been the WWE UK champion right now. And Devlin says that uh, he is a man and that Tyler is just a boy. So Tyler Bate leaves the ring, uh, walks up the, the aisle to confront Devlin. Devlin uh, backpedals and uh, goes backstage, possibly setting up a match between these two and hopefully a feud between Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin. And that is a match and a feud that I would love to see. Uh, big fans of Tyler Bate, massive fans of Jordan Devlin on this podcast. And I think that those two um, would be an excellent match on a future episode of NXT UK. It's a shame they don't have the NXT UK takeovers more frequently because that could have been a, a fantastic match um, on that card. But it, yeah, it looks like we might well see Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin on an up-and-coming episode. I'm not entirely sure whether it was recorded in Cardiff um, during the Motor Point tapings. It does look like we're going to be getting Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate fairly soon. Then we get a highlights package of uh, Tiga Knox showing her road to recovery from the knee injury that she suffered around 12 months ago. And she is back to prove the NXT UK audience who Tiga Knox is. And uh, if you don't already know, uh, you will have to you will have the chance to find out where she takes on NXT UK Women's Champion Kaylee Ray on next week's NXT UK episode. That'll be one hell of a match. 
Our second match of the night is between Nina Samuels versus Danny Luna. So Danny Luna is a native of Cardiff, so she got a really, really fantastic reception. Um, definitely the, the hometown hero here as uh, she goes up against Nina Samuels. Uh, there was a, this was a fairly competitive match with uh, Danny Luna getting a fair bit of offence. There was one spot that looked particularly nasty, though, uh, with Luna appearing to drop Samuels on the back of her head uh, from a, a botched suplex. It turned into a bit of a brain buster spot. I don't think that was the intention. Did seem to rattle Nina Samuels just a little bit. Uh, Samuels struck back uh, with a strong kick to the head of her opponent and a slingshot tornado splash for a two count. Luna is able to demonstrate her powerlifting background with a fallaway slam, sending Nina Samuels halfway across the ring. That was a quite impressive strength there from Luna. However, Samuels got the victory from her curtain call swinging net breaker for the 1-2-3. And as I said earlier, this was a pretty competitive match with Samuels eventually getting the victory. And I've, I've warmed to Nina Samuels over the last few months, as you've probably um, heard me say a few times on the podcast before. I didn't quite like her character. It wasn't quite clicking with me, um, but I do like her character now. Um, I think she's getting better in the ring and uh, she's definitely got a heel persona pretty much now down now. So I don't think she's going to be getting anywhere near the NXT UK Women's Championship uh, anytime soon. But I do think for the character that she portrays um, and the effort that she gives on the mic and in the ring, I definitely think she's worth a watch. Um, it's then advertised that Isla Dawn will be going up against Piper Niven um, head-to-head next week's NXT UK episode uh, with two of Scotland's finest toughing it out on our TV screens. And that will, of course, be next Thursday because I announced during this week's episode of NXT UK that NXT UK will be moving from Wednesday to Thursdays on the WWE Network. Um, so I'm guessing to avoid... Uh, well, burnout of wrestling fans basically uh, with so much wrestling taking place on the Wednesday with of course NXT on the USA Network and uh, AEW show Dynamite taking place on TNT Um, although NXT UK would take place before those two shows I think if the wrestling fans had a choice um, of watching uh, Dynamite and NXT uh, and of course NXT UK before those two shows they'd probably give NXT UK a miss knowing that they've got uh, two or possibly four hours of wrestling ahead of them with NXT and Dynamite of course and they're moving it to a Thursday so that uh, it will possibly prevent wrestling fans from getting wrestling fatigue or burnout from uh, too many wrestling shows being on the same night and it makes sense to move NXT to uh, to a Thursday on the WWE Network because there's nothing officially um, on that time slot or not too much resting congestion on Thursdays, although NXT, having aired 24 hours earlier on the USA Network on Wednesdays, of course, will be replayed on the Thursday on the WWE Network, but uh, you see what I'm trying to say there. Then on to our main event of NXT UK this week with uh, Noam Dar, the Scottish Supernova. Uh, Supernova 11 taking on Moustache Mountain's very own Trent Seven. So this was a match between two veterans of the British Matt Gabe. And I know that uh, Noam Dar is still only in his, his early to mid-twenties. Uh, but he's been wrestling for a better part of 10 years now on the UK scene. And he's, he's wrestled for the last few years under the WWE umbrella um, after having competed in the Cruiserweight Classic in 2015, I think it was, joining the 205 Live roster around 2016, 2017. And he's been, um, apart from uh, injuries, which has kept him out for a number of months, he's been part of the NXT UK roster um, for most of this year. Um, and uh, yeah, he's another wrestler that's really, really warmed to me. I've warmed to him. Um, I'm sure if ever, ever he met me, he'd warm to me as well. But uh, this is also Trent Seven's first match on NXT UK for uh, around three months uh, since he fought and lost to Walter for the WWE United Kingdom Championship uh, from the download tapings back in June and July. So Dar was vicious in his attack of Seven in the first five minutes of this match, but eventually um, gets dragged. Trent Seven gets his own back with a pretty wicked dragon suplex and a massive dive through the ropes landing onto Dar on the outside. Trent misses a top rope manoeuvre. It was almost a bit of a phoenix flash, to be honest with you, but uh, uh, landed quite heavily um, without connecting to uh, any part of Noam Dar on that move and soon comes back uh, with a, a wicked seven-star lariat for a very close near fall, however. Uh, that was a, a hell of a connection, but Dar kicked out on two. 
Dar gets a close near fall of his own after a Lionheart pump kick and a close eye to the back of the head of Trent Seven. And with Seven down on the canvas, Dar uses uh, Seven's moustache mountain towel that he always brings to the ring with him to, to disrespectfully blow his nose into, uh, wipe his armpits with, and then stuff down his trunks before going for his Nova Roller uh, kick, only to be hit with another Seven Star Lariat from Trent Seven. And when Trent spotted uh, his towel down Noam Dar's trunks, he loses his shit, quite frankly, and starts to beat down on Dar, with Dar holding onto the ropes, causing Trent to get disqualified after failing to break the referee's five count. So Noam Dar wins the match, all thanks to him stuffing Trent Seven's towel down his trunks. Uh, what a heelish thing to do, uh, but nonetheless, it led to a victory for the Scottish Supernova in what was an entertaining match to cap off this week's NXT UK. So this was a, a, a pretty... yeah okay episode it wasn't great um it, it, was, it was a good episode um of nxt uk giving us uh, that promo uh, pretty much to kick off the show from tyler bait which led to a confrontation between him and jordan devlin uh which is a, a match i'm definitely interested in if we get that soon as well as a, a win for Liguero, a win for Nina Samuels in fairly competitive matches, all culminating in a decent main event uh, match between Trent Seven and Noam Dar, which ended in strange circumstances, uh, but was a strong match while it lasted. Let's move on to this week's NXT. Now, Hour 1, as it has done uh, for this week and last week, aired live on the USA Network. And, of course, from next week, October the 2nd, both hours will be airing live on the USA Network. Uh, but Hour 1 this week, as it did last week, aired on the USA Network. And uh, Hour 1 of this week's NXT, uh, live and exclusive to the USA Network, starts with a shot of the Undisputed Era. Um, the camera follows... Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, the, uh, both the current NXT tag champs, of course, current NXT champion Adam Cole and the brand new North American champion Roderick Strong, all up the steps as they take their seats to witness this, this week's episode. And I suppose they can all afford to do that now that they're all the champs and finally fulfilling the undisputed prophecy. Then we have a really hot opening match, um, and I think that this is uh, the third time that these two have met, um, at least on the NXT brand. I know they've wrestled many times um, for uh, um, PWG in America and across the Indies um, around the America, of course. But uh, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijkovic. Uh, with their first match going to a no contest, so the double count out. Their most recent match, which took place a few weeks ago, uh, ended with Dominic Dijakovic winning in uh, what was deemed a bit of a match of the year contender at the time. But this week's match, um, given a big stage, a big platform on the USA Network, of course, to kick off this week's show, uh, we know what these two can do. Two huge men who can move around the ring as well as any cruiserweight. Uh, but this match is their first match on a, a network TV show. Um, so I'm expecting these two to pull out even more of the stops if that is even possible. Uh, the crowd are definitely up for this one, even before the bell rings. Neither of these two... Um, have ever been on a takeover uh, we all know that uh, but when they get it going these two are good enough to headline not just the takeover but uh, pay-per-views let's be honest uh, Keith Lee wows the audience with a leapfrog and a running crossbody followed by a gigantic pounce sending Dijakovic clean over the top rope and onto the ring apron on the outside but as each man battle it out on the ring apron, Dijakovic somehow manages to choke slam Keith Lee down hard onto the ring apron. Uh, what a, a great move and uh, a really big move down a big man. Then we, uh, with, with the move that the fans out of their seats, literally out of their seats, we saw Keith Lee execute a corkscrew tope onto Dijakovic from the inside of the ring all the way to the outside of the ring uh, onto Dijakovic. One hell of a move there. There's a close near fall from a huge moonsault from the six foot three, three hundred and forty pounds Keith Lee. So how a man um, as big as him can be as agile as he is uh, will always baffle me. But it looked absolutely amazing. Then in one of the moves of the night, um, <coughs> possibly move of the week, or how I'd even go to, as far as to say that this could be in highlight reels for many years to come. Dijakovic hits Keith Lee with a super. Canadian destroyer from the middle turnbuckle well Keith Lee was on the middle turnbuckle when the move was executed Dijakovic was standing on the top turnbuckle um, however even that only got a two count what a really really impressive move um, and at this stage the fans are on their feet 
giving these two wrestlers everything. And even Mario Ronaldo is uh, going mental at the commentary desk. Um, how the hell did Keith Lee manage to kick out of that move? I'll never know. Keith Lee recovers, however, from uh, a moonsault uh, from Dijakovic, simply picking up his opponent, hoisting him onto his shoulders before dropping Dijakovic down hard with a massive uh, power slam um, off of his shoulders for the pin for victory. So that was another really impressive match between these two as you would expect, um, and they certainly didn't let the fans down uh, in, in attendance or the viewing audience um, on the USA Network. And uh, it, it's a match that maintained the standards, the standards that they've given us to us previously in the previous two matches, and I believe uh, you know that this match could potentially elevate or deserves to elevate these two individuals to bigger and better things in the future. However, I do think that now that uh, Keith Lee has uh, even the scores with Dijakovic winning uh, the match a few weeks ago, Keith Lee winning this one, it's one apiece. Uh, I do think that it's not over between these two, and that there is going to be a rubber match. Whether that uh, is going to be on the next takeover, which I think is going to be War Games in October, or possibly. Possibly another live NXT on the USA Network. There definitely has to be that that final match where we can decide um, who is going to win two to one uh, in this fantastic feud that's captured everybody's imagination and has uh, really got everybody on the edge of their seats or possibly standing up uh, in attendance and at home. I know I was shouting at the TV when I was watching this one. Hell of a match. Two brilliant wrestlers. Out of the two, though, I've got to be honest, I do think that uh, Keith Lee has the brighter future. I think he's got the personality. Um, I think he's got the charisma. Uh, I think he's got the mic skills as well as the wrestling ability. And, uh, you know, I know that we've said this before. WWE, they really pride themselves on having big wrestlers. Uh, but has there been many big wrestlers of the calibre of Keith Lee that can be big, charismatic, great on the mic, but can wrestle as well? And he can wrestle. And like I said at the beginning of my commentary between these for this match, they can do stuff that cruiserweights can do. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely a place on the main roster or, you know... On a, on a bigger scene potentially for Dijakovic um, I definitely think that there's a, a, a bright future for Keith Lee in NXT um, and uh, the WWE uh, Raw or Smackdown in the future I firmly believe that but uh, definitely looking forward to another match between these two to see who comes out on top um, we're still within hour one, remember, of NXT on the USA Network. And the next match was Tainara, formerly Tainara Conte. She's obviously gone through the, the uh, name shortening machine. She's just Tainara now. Going up against Dakota Kai. So Dakota Kai's been out for quite a few months. Uh, I think it was mentioned on last week's NXT. She's been out for about nine months now after uh, tearing a, a ACL. So she's recovering from a torn ACL injury. Uh, with this being her comeback match live on the USA Network, uh, we see some of Tainara's kicking kicking ability in the early stage of this, stages of this match. If I can get my words out, however, Dakota Kai soon reminds us why she's the captain of Team Kick. Eventually, putting the match to bed from a uh, face wash kick in the corner, followed by an impressive uh, GTK. Uh, so uh, she hooks the leg of her opponent, gets the one, two, three. Welcome back, Dakota Kai. And she will be an exciting addition to an already awesome NXT women's roster on the NXT brand, uh, which seems to be growing and getting better um, and, and more fearsome every single week. And of course, with the recent addition of Rhea Ripley and rumours that Tony Storm's going to be on the uh, NXT roster, um, moving from the NXT UK roster very soon, that, um, yeah, definitely interesting and exciting things there for Dakota Kai and her future within the NXT women's roster. And uh, with the announcement of Candice LeRae getting her shot at uh, Shayna Baszler's Championship Gold next week on the first uh, full two-hour show on the USA Network following her amazing win in that incredible four-way match last week. I know for sure that the women's division on NXT is heading in the right direction. It always was in the right direction. But uh, a little bit of a thought from me on that match next week between Shayna and uh, Candice. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean... I mentioned a bit later on, but there's going to be three big titles, three big NXT championships on the line in next week's two-hour uh, show, going head-to-head -head with AEW's Dynamite show, of course, next Wednesday. And um, I think that this could be the championship that could change hands. It wouldn't surprise me if Candice LeRae takes the belt. And I know we've said this about every opponent that Shane has faced um, since she regained the title 
uh, from Kyrie saying, uh, when was it now? Was it earlier this year, late last year? So she's held the championship um, combined for probably well over a year from her first and her second reign. But the second reign seems to have gone on um, for a long time now. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think it was possibly NXT Phoenix in January when she regained the championship over Kyrie Sane, if I'm not mistaken. So she's held the championship now for nine months. <clears throat> so a, a brilliant second reign from Shayna Baszler. But I'm kind of laying my cards on the table here. And I'm going to say that Candice LeRae beats Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship next week, only because... I've got this sneaking suspicion that with SmackDown going to Fox on Friday, two days later, on the 4th of October... I think that that could be a platform for Shayna Baszler. And it wouldn't surprise me if Shayna actually um, appears on that Fox uh, premiere on the 4th of October. Um, and uh, possibly leaving Candice as the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, moving Shayna on to kind of bigger and better things on the, on the Fox network. And uh, leaving Candice as the champion, but possibly... Possibly further in her feud with Io Shirai, where Shirai can chase the title and uh, potentially, uh, you know, go into a bit of a, a feud with Candice uh, or, or continue a feud with Candice um, with the NXT Women's Championship belt on the line. So interesting things. We'll have to see what happens next uh, Wednesday. And if uh, uh, if I've said happens actually uh, comes true then uh, potentially we could be seeing Shayna go up onto uh, the main roster or Smackdown in time for the Fox premiere of Smackdown on the Friday but uh, exciting things I'll definitely be tuning into both shows next week to see what happens there uh, then we're on to our main event of our one this is Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane and this is their street fight rematch from last week so you may remember that Dane and Riddle closed the first ever two-hour NXT from last week that ended with an all-out brawl involving the rest of the NXT locker room pretty much anyway uh, with a rematch being announced for this week's show uh, to close out the first hour of uh, um, NXT on the USA Network but this time they have something on the line with William Regal adding an incentive, uh, a bit of a stipulation, if you will, for the winner of this match. Uh, the winner will be getting a title shot against current NXT champion Adam Cole in the main event of next week's NXT. And that will be uh, an awesome main event with uh, NXT going head to head, of course, with uh, AEW. Uh, so in this match, Dane connects with a couple of kendo stick shots on the outside. So straight away, they're going after the weapons. Riddle hits two Brotons, uh, getting the first two count of the match. Dane hits a power bomb and an elbow drop for a two count of his own. There's an Alabama slam and a floating bro from Riddle. Uh, Dane connects with a huge dive through the ropes onto Riddle on the outside and the match goes into the arena uh, similar to the way it uh, uh, progressed last week with stiff kicks and chair shots all before Dane hits a running crossbody sending himself and the original bro Matt Riddle through a plasterboard wall that looked like it had uh, it just been freshly painted as well so specially designed for that spot no doubt there's a broton through a table on the outside in the arena uh, the match does eventually get back Back into the ring where Dane delivers three massive Vader bombs before getting a, a very close near fall. Dane even places a chair across Matt Riddle's chest before attempting another Vader bomb um, using the, the, the chair as a weapon. But Riddle manages to avoid uh, the, the Vader bomb uh, before delivering a knee strike through the chair, hitting Dane square in the face. Uh, the match uh, comes to an end after Matt Riddle places Dane in a uh, punishing Fujiwara armbar arm for the victory. And now with a chance to go on to face Adam Cole next week with the NXT title on the line in what will surely be uh, the main event of that uh, show next week um <clears throat> which will be going head to head with AEW's uh, new show dynamite of course but with matt riddle still recovering inside the ring after his uh, um after his victory over killian dane the aforementioned nxt champion adam cole came into the ring uh, alone at this point to try to put matt riddle in his place with a bit of a uh verbal slanging match uh trying to uh yeah browbeat Matt Riddle you could say only for the number one contender to slap on the Fujiwara again uh, this time onto the champ before the rest of the Undisputed Era rushed to Cole's aid before Riddle was uh, out of there bringing an end to the first hour of this week's NXT so really good match between Matt Riddle Killian Dane I think it was we've had a lot of brawls um, from Killian Dane and Matt Riddle in the past 
matches that have gone to a non-finish. Uh, last week was one of those involved, uh, uh, as I described it, an all-out brawl involving other members of the NXT locker room getting involved. This match was uh, much, much better than any of their previous com- uh, confrontations. A, because there was no other wrestlers involved. Uh, and B, because we actually had a conclusion. We actually had a win. We uh, actually had a decisive win as well with Matt Riddle uh, making Killian Dane tap out to his Fujiwara armbar. But uh, really good match. And um, yeah, we'll talk more about this match a bit later on when I compare hour one to hour two. Because I have my thoughts on that. But uh, a great match to cap off um, the hour one on the USA Network. Before we all had to grab our remote controls or our phones or our devices and flick over to the WWE Network for hour two. Which kicked off with a match. Um, And I mentioned uh, earlier how the NXT Women's roster was in a really healthy place. And uh, with a recent uh, move from NXT UK to the NXT roster former WWE or NXT Women's Champion. UK champion Rhea Ripley going up against Caden Carter. So uh, we're, we're all huge fans of Rhea Ripley on this podcast. You all know that. Uh, she didn't disappoint here either. Coming out of the gate with a, a stunning drop kick, uh, taking her opponent uh, down for a two count. Ripley executes a huge delayed vertical suplex. Uh, brings back memories of uh, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Whenever I see the delayed vertical suplex, gets another two count there before laying in a series of solid punches to Carter's head. Uh, Carter gets uh, her own back, gets a little bit of offense from a, uh, an impressive Hurricane Rana, a Quesadora, and a back kick for a two count of her own. However, the match didn't go too much longer uh, before Ripley hit a riptide pump handle powerbomb for the relatively easy three count and win. So, uh, yeah, a good win there for Rhea Ripley. Then we get another match, Only Lorcan and Danny Birch versus uh, Ever Rise. I think that was how they were uh, described. We've seen these two individuals, Parker and Martel, a few weeks ago. Uh, don't ask me to uh, remember who they fought, <laughs> uh, but we have seen these two before, and they were quite surprising. Parker and Martel had quite a bit of offense in this one, uh, turn it into a competitive match, um, <clears throat> or more of a competitive match than it should have been, in my opinion, um, over Danny Birch and Only Lorkin, who are pretty no nonsense, uh, strong style, hard hitting wrestlers. Um, we've seen them lay waste to opponents of uh, a better caliber than Parker and Martel in the past, but obviously making it competitive with it being a, a live match on the NXT on the WWE Network. Uh, they even Parker and Martel even get close near fall on uh, Danny Birch from a running knee to the side of the head of, uh, of, of 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 only Lorkin. As a matter of fact, Birch and Lorkin eventually get all fired up and all hulked up uh, before hitting an assisted implant DDT for the win. Uh, then the next match features Cameron Grimes versus Raul Mendoza. Um, so uh, I think we saw these two on uh, last week's live NXT. Cameron Grimes uh, laying waste to his opponent, uh, Sean Maluda, in about six seconds. He pretty much whitewashed uh, Sean Maluda, just one match straight out of the gate uh, with his uh, double foot stomp, of course. Uh, Mendoza looked great in this match. I think he went up against uh, Pete Dunne, if I'm not mistaken, on last week's NXT. And Mendoza here looked uh, great in this match, demonstrating his usual high-flying prowess. Uh, Grimes turned an attempted crossbody into a, a running moonsault, a Spanish fly. We've seen that from Grimes before, gets a two-count. Uh, Mendoza hits Grimes with a, a running step-up in Zaguri that sent Grimes flying, followed by a springboard Hurricane Rana. But before Mendoza could capitalise, Grimes strikes from out of nowhere with a double foot stomp to the chest for the 1-2-3. So his patented finisher put in an end to this match and an end to Raul Mendoza. This was a really fun match, a fast-paced match with Mendoza putting in a great show in here again. Um, but there was only ever going to be one winner at the end of the day. And that uh, one was uh, the most one of the most exciting up-and-coming superstars on the NXT roster, Cameron Grimes. So he's been on the live NXT two weeks running. So they've obviously uh, got a thing for Cameron Grimes I think that uh, Triple H and William Regal and the others backstage um, are definitely high on Cameron Grimes and uh, I think he's definitely one to watch then we get confirmation that uh, the main event of next week's NXT on the USA Network will indeed be Carol uh, Adam Cole <coughs> not uh uh, Carol Ole, or whatever I was about to call him Adam Cole baby defended the NXT championship against Matt Riddle 
But that is not all. It is going to be the NXT Night of Champions of sorts uh, as we'll be getting uh, the Undisputed Era defending their NXT tag titles uh, against former champions, the Street Profits. Um, so Street Profits making their return to full sale for next week's big head-to-head uh, -head show. Uh, NXT against AEW's Dynamite, of course, they're bringing out the big guns and bringing back the Street Profits uh, for kind of a, a, a rematch against Undisputed Era. As well as uh, Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion, putting her NXT Championship on the line against the winner of last week's excellent Fatal 4-Way, uh, Candice LeRae, of course. So NXT definitely stacking the deck in their first head-to-head -head show uh, going up against AEW's Dynamite next Wednesday. Then the main event of Hour 2 of this week's NXT, Kushida um, uh, is going up against Imperium. So Imperium is going to be Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel and Alexander Walter. Now I believe that it was uh, after Kushida's confrontation with Walter and Imperium last week that Walter sent out a challenge to Kushida to find, uh, for him to find two other partners to take on Bartel, Eichner and Wolf on this week's main event. Uh, but who will Kushida's partners be? So after Imperium made their entrance, we find out uh, that it is going to be the Fashion Police, uh, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze, otherwise known as Breeze Ango. So, no Walter in this match here, but Bartel nails Breeze with a running spinning forearm uppercut on the outside, sending Tyler Breeze flying. There's a spot where Breeze was tied up, uh, tied upside down in Imperium's corner, allowing Bartel and Eitner to deliver stereo drop kicks. Uh, there's a, a good few minutes where Breeze is caught in Imperium's corner with each member of the NXT UK faction. Imperium taking the turns to beat down on the Prince Pretty in their corner. Fandango eventually gets the hot tag to clean house and uh, Dango nails a perfect topek on Hero as Kushida applies an armbar to Bartel. Kushida connects with a handspring double heel kick before rolling up Bartel for the pinfall victory. So that was a really fun and entertaining match. Uh, but for Kushida, the celebration didn't last long as Walter uh, comes from out, uh, comes from the back to strike Kushida um, from behind on the rampway with all four members of Imperium standing tall, standing in line as they do as their music played to bring an end to this week's two-hour episode. So... Does uh, Kushida and Walter do anything for me? Hell yes, it does. I can't wait for them to, to finally have a match on NXT. Uh, that will definitely headline a future episode, no doubt. So, um, good match. I was a little bit surprised to see Breezango, the fashion police, um, in here in this main event. But I think that that marked the difference between Hour 1 and Hour 2, as I kind of briefly alluded to earlier on, where I thought that because... The first hour was on the USA Network. It was the stronger of the two hours, in my opinion. Now, people might disagree with that, but uh, you look at the matches. You, you you know, you had Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. You had the main event pitting Keith uh, between Matt Riddle, of course, and uh, Killian Dane in that awesome uh, street fight. So two brilliant matches in that first hour on the USA Network. Now, if hour one and hour two were switched... And having uh, Breezango and Kushida going up against Imperium to uh, headline Hour 1. And having Matt Riddle and Killian Dane and Keith Lee versus Dijakovic in Hour 2. I think that would have been the better way around. But of course, uh, obviously, uh, NXT were stacking uh, the card um, for Hour 1 to please to uh to to kind of um pleasure uh, the usa network to to keep them happy um so i can understand why they did that and i just felt that hour two wasn't as strong um but uh yeah it was an entertaining match nonetheless uh kushida definitely is being uh, highlighted quite heavily and pushed quite heavily on nxt great to see imperium and walter especially on the nxt brand there were rumors going around that uh, walter um in fact i even heard walter on a Steve Austin podcast probably going back a year or so ago saying that he wasn't keen on living in America or traveling abroad or going outside or wrestling too much outside of Europe um, but it sounds like he's changed his mind on that because he's been on NXT two weeks running 
over in Florida, of course. So uh, I don't know whether this is going to be a long-term thing for Walter and Imperium, uh, but it looks like they're going to be kind of the main faction or one of the main factions on both NXT UK and NXT. And uh, long may that continue as far as I'm concerned. All the potential dream matches, certainly on NXT, is uh, making me kind of, uh, you know, getting excited for what the possibilities could be, especially with war games around the corner, maybe seeing... Undisputed Era versus Imperium inside a War Games cage. That would be pretty good. Um, but uh, definitely looks like we're going to have Walter versus Kushida on an up-and-coming episode of NXT very, very soon. And that will be a match of... Uh, contrasting styles but I think Walter's best matches to be honest with you um, are always when he's up against the smaller opponent uh, and I think uh, there's no better in my opinion to go up against Walter than uh, Kushida and Kushida hasn't really had that kind of headline feud hasn't really had that standout match yet um, and uh, I think they're setting him up to have that headline feud and standout match against Walter very very soon I think the build certainly in the last couple of weeks has been pretty exciting uh, with Kushida um, with Kushida yeah he kind of got the upper hand in a brief confrontation with Imperium and Walter last week uh, it was left late in at the end of uh, this episode though uh, with Walter standing tall as uh, as as the uh, little copyright symbol came uh, on screen the bottom right hand corner and uh, yeah Imperium standing tall over Kushida on the rampway so uh, we'll probably see and hear more from Kushida and Imperium on next week's episode possibly leading to a match um, on uh, October the 9th that will be fun um, but yeah overall thoughts I thought it was a, a, a really good a strong episode I loved Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic they haven't let me down once I think all of their uh, matches uh, whether it be the double count out from uh, several months ago to their match with Dijakovic won um, a few weeks ago to this week's uh, win for Keith Lee has been stellar. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, I think that the, the viewing audience, both at Full Sail and at home, um, has got their money's worth from these two, most definitely. Uh, really enjoyed Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane. Like I said, it was nice to have a payoff finally and a clean finish. And uh, yeah, a little bit of drama with Adam Cole uh, getting put in the Fujiwara armbar from Matt Riddle setting up their championship match on uh, NXT Clash of Champions next next uh, Wednesday. That's not what they're calling it. That's what I'm calling it. Uh, because, you, of course, you've got the uh, NXT tag titles on the line. Undisputed versus Street Profits. You've got the Women's Championship on the line, Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae, and you've got Adam Cole defended his NXT Championship against Matt Riddle, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, another strong two hours. And I think next week he's going to be stacked as well. They're definitely going to be uh, pulling out all the stops, especially with those championship matches as they go head to head for the first time with AEW and their premiere on TNT Dynamite. So, um, that pretty much draws an end to this week's episode of Wrestling with John. There's no guests, uh, no Kieran, unfortunately, and uh, no talk about progress, but uh, no doubt we'll get Kieran on a future episode to update us on his uh, on his uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling fandom, his, his journeys uh, around the UK to catch up with independent wrestling and progress. Um, but uh, join us again next Saturday. So in about a week's time, we'll, we'll, we'll actually be dropping two episodes. We'll be recording two episodes of the Wrestling With John's podcast. Yes. So firstly, I'll be joined by uh, Chris Thornton and Ash Crawford, where we'll be talking about the premiere episode of AEW Dynamite from Wednesday the 2nd. We'll be recording that on uh, Saturday the 5th, and it'll be dropping uh, that same day. Uh, so join Chris Ash and myself will be talking about AEW Dynamite on an exclusive episode to cover the first two-hour episode of two-hour show on TNT. That same day, I'll be uh, squeezing in a recording with David Anderson, long-time uh, friend of the show, been on uh, many episodes of Wrestling with Jonas as a guest host in the past, and we'll cover um, next week's NXT next week's two our episode to see how they fare um, when they go head to head with a dynamite. So you'll have two podcasts to see um, how AEW uh, fare with their premiere episode of Dynamite and how NXT fare with all of their championship matches when uh, that's going to be covered by myself and David Anderson. Uh, we're also going to be looking at the season premiere, the first ever uh, Smackdown um, going live on Fox on Friday the 4th of October. 
And that's going to be headlined by a WWE Championship match, Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. And uh, this is the first time in over 15 years that Brock Lesnar has wrestled on WWE TV. He's not wrestled a, a singles match or any sort of wrestling matches outside of a pay-per-view on WWE TV on either Raw or SmackDown in 15 years. Um, so it's going to be a big occasion. Uh, I know WWE are going to be pulling out all the stops, not only this WWE Championship match, uh, Brock versus Kofi, uh, but so much more. And you wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some surprise appearances or some other big matches being pulled out uh, there to please Fox and that's going to be a really exciting show um, which you know will do some good ratings I'm sure uh, but with Fox wanting more of a sports based serious product instead of the silly gimmicks and sports entertainment I think that uh, Smackdown will be up there with NXT as the um, some of the, the, the better wrestling that you could possibly watch on your TV every single week. So once again, next Saturday, I'll be recording two episodes uh, covering AEW Dynamite with Chris and Ash. And with David Anderson, we'll be looking at uh, next week's NXT uh, from Full Sail, including the premiere of Smackdown on Fox. So in the meantime, please keep it tuned to the Wrestling with Jonas podcast for all of your weekly NXT and NXT UK updates, WWE pay-per-views, AEW updates, uh, Dynamite, of course, and AEW pay-per-views to come, and so much more. And if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, please don't forget to spread the word. Tell your friends and tell your family, and let's get even more people listening to this podcast. Please subscribe. Um, So with whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, um, hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified when a episode of Wrestling with Jonas drops and uh, please don't forget to vote for the Wrestling with Jonas podcast at the second annual Wrestling Podcast Awards just follow the link which is pinned to the top of our Facebook community page or our Twitter page and that's uh, Twitter is at with Jonas underscore pod or just go ahead and search Wrestling with Jonas to find our Wrestling with Jonas Facebook community page and the, 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 uh, uh, the, the post and the link to vote for Wrestling With Jonas at the second annual Wrestling Podcast Awards is pinned to the top of uh, the Twitter and our uh, Facebook pages. And we're looking to be nominated in a few categories, including Best Solo Podcast, Best Newcomer, uh, Best Interview for our interview with Jimmy Corderas, and Best Branded. So any and all votes would be much appreciated. Thank you very much. But in the meantime, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please, uh, like I say, share this on social media, subscribe, like it, tell your friends and tell your family and we'll speak to you and catch up with you all again next Saturday for our special uh, two episodes that we drop in Saturday afternoon but in the meantime have yourself a great weekend and catch up with you all again soon (laughs) 